Hey buds, welcome to the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast, a place for mature conversations about cannabis and pop culture. My name's Joel, and I'm a 25-year cannabis enthusiast. I'll be your host as we talk about cannabis, pop culture, and everything in between. On episode 65 of the podcast, we're going to be continuing with one of our new features, which we're now affectionately calling Joel's One Hitters. For these little episodes, what we're going to be doing is having a quick chat about what's been on my rolling tray, and then I'm going to review one legal Canadian product that's out on the market right now. And for this week, I'm going to be looking at the social offering from Flourish, which is actually the mango cultivar that they have. So this week, I've been getting my hands into a lot of different things. There's been a lot of old favorites and things that I've talked about in the past on the show. So for example, the Planet of the Grapes from Hearst Organic, as well as the Gasberries number 112 from Ogin have been frequently consumed this week. I've actually really been enjoying putting those into a salad. So combined, they actually make for a really great mix. The Gasberries and the Planet of the Grapes, it's got a really nice kind of fruity taste to it, a mix of the, the grape and berry kind of flavors. And in addition to that, it gives a really kind of cool effect when combined. The relaxation that I get from the Planet of the Grapes, as well as the kind of spaciness from the Gasberries, makes for a really kind of enjoyable, chill out experience. Definitely that's something that I recommend for after work. It's something that's worthwhile trying if you have both of those cultivars in your bud bar. I did get a few new things on my rolling tray this week. I had a couple orders arrive from Canmart as well as one from Shelter Market. From Canmart, I picked up some orange bud uh, that we've talked about previously on the show. Uh, I got a little bit of the mango that I'm going to be talking about a little later today from Flourish, in addition to trying out a bit of the dosi pie. Camera's been having these really wild sales all throughout March, and the prices have been really phenomenal. So that's why I kind of jumped on a little bit of this. And to kind of top things off and get me to free shipping, I threw in a couple Sensi Star pre rolls that they were selling for only a dollar. And I actually think I saw somebody on Twitter picked up a hundred of these. So good on you, man, getting in on those uh, those inexpensive pre rolls. My order from Shelter, I was particularly stoked about because uh, I had a couple hash offerings that were coming in. So I finally got to try the Hank hash. I picked up the uh, pressed Jazzberry hash as well as the Mac One bubble hash. The Jazzberry pressed hash, I think I'm going to have to get back to you guys on. I only had one little sample. It was very tasty, but I think I need a little more time to give it a bit of an assessment. But I have not been able to keep my fingers out of that Mac One bubble hash. It is just super tasty and terpy, just excellent hash kind of experience. Uh, I've had a really kind of chilled out weekend enjoying this stuff. So uh, welcome to Flavor Country, Hank. <laughs> we appreciate it. There were a couple of things of note that I did want to mention that were going on in the cannabis community this week. One thing I wanted to acknowledge was Dr. Earl Oliver's departure from Gnome Star Craft. It looks like Dr. Oliver requested the repayment of a loan from Gnome Star, and if it were not to be repaid, to consider it his notice of resignation. It looks like he did receive some of the money, but not all of it, and his resignation was accepted, and he'll be moving on to Greener Pastures. I did put out a tweet at the time uh, just saying that I support Dr. Earl Oliver and his work. The grower at Gnomestar is amazing as well. They're, they put out a fire product. I just don't know that I can continue to give my dollars to Gnomestar or Votus given how they seem to be treating their employees. I definitely don't want to be starting some kind of boycott. Earl himself has said that that's not what he's looking for. Uh, he's happy to be moving on to greener pastures and, you know, is in a good place with his parting of ways with Gnomestar. But just like I said, I, I can't give my money to people who treat their employees like that, particularly ones who are so valuable and integral in getting product to market and getting some kind of name recognition for the product. If it wasn't for Earl Oliver, I'd have no idea what Gnomestar craft even was, let alone getting to enjoy some killer, killer red Congolese. 
So that was some stuff that's been going on this week. I'd say that's pretty notable. The one thing on a more positive note that I wanted to acknowledge is that there's a new cannabis podcast on the block that started this past week. Good old Tango Hotel Charlie at Street Villain on Twitter has decided to step into the podcast game and I, along with my fellow cannabis podcasters, are here to welcome him with open arms. So welcome aboard, Tango Hotel Charlie, a friend of the show. We're really stoked that you're putting your own show out there now, too. He's a longtime cannabis consumer. He's got legacy ties. Uh, he's been a longtime grower, really knows his stuff, and he's going to really take a critical eye to some of the products that are being put out there by Canadian LPs. So his podcast is called Man vs. Weed, at Street Villain on Twitter. Please check him out. It's going to be a wonderful show, and I hope to have him on in the future so we can uh, have a conversation about our show, too. So to get into what I want to review this week, we're going to be talking about the social offering from Flourish. Now, I picked this one up on the medical side via Canmart, and like I mentioned, these were coming in at an incredibly discounted price. So from an economic standpoint, it was really kind of a no-brainer for me to pick this up. It actually tried it a little while ago. I think back in January or maybe early February, Cam and I were kind of looking at covering a few of the more less expensive providers, uh, trying to hit some of those lower cost categories. Uh, we do acknowledge that since getting medical cannabis prescriptions, we've been reaching a lot for the top shelf. But in our defense, it, it is a massive fucking pandemic going on and you need to have the good medication if you have the means to get it. So I think I think I do want to have a bit more of a careful eye. I think I'm a little bit more guilty of reaching for that top shelf than maybe Cam was, but I still want to make sure that we're covering off these cost-conscious categories. In addition to that, I did have a listener reach out, uh, giving me a bit of feedback, talking about, you know, maybe it would be nice to see a few different products that are available in other places in the country, because a lot of the stuff that we cover on the show are either available through the medical side or only in kind of BC, Ontario, generally speaking. Now, there are plenty of other provinces. we got folks who listen to us in other provinces as well, and we want to be serving them. So I am going to be a little bit more attentive of, of those products. So with that in mind, this Flourish product is actually a little bit more widely available, and hopefully that's more useful to the folks who are looking at these things. So it is available on the recreational market. Flourish is a company that's owned by a woman. I believe they come from uh, back in my stomping grounds in eastern Ontario or close to back in my stomping grounds, which is kind of cool. They are woman-owned and marketed towards women, so that's kind of the focus of the branding. Definitely missing me as their tar target market as an old dad and a, a dude, so to speak. But I was actually pretty impressed with this product that was put out here. I mentioned I did get the chance to try all three. Uh, they do a Rally, which is an island sweet skunk. They do an Unwind, which is a Cold Creek Kush. And a Balance, which I'm not entirely sure what Cultifar is, but it's a one-to-one -one type situation. You guys know what that is. One-to-one -one CBD, THC. Uh, and this social mango offering. The mango was the one that I picked to review, well, A, because I enjoyed it the most of the three that I did try, but it was a really kind of tasty smoke, really flavorful. And I've mentioned that before on the show, that that's really kind of what I'm looking for nowadays is something really enjoyable. Like, yes, the effects come into play, but I want to make sure that I'm looking at freshness, uh, I'm looking at moisture content, and I'm looking at flavors in addition to how hard it's hitting me. And this one, I'll acknowledge, because of the... Uh, low cost category as most folks know if you're seeing a sale on cannabis that means it's probably starting to get a little bit old and they need to clear it out that's definitely what was going on here i didn't take down the pack date when i threw it in the glass and i took out my recycling before i recorded so i didn't actually get a chance to see what the packaging date on it but if i recall it was kind of like late summer or early fall that it was from so it's definitely getting a little bit older 
But uh, I will quickly run down the statistics on this Flourish Social, which is uh, Mango. Theirs is a rare version that they market as a sativa dominant. And it comes in around 16.5 THC, which is what the one that I got. But they say that it kind of ranges between 15 and 20. Uh, I think 16.5, both batches that I had, was was at that range. The terpenes for this one are terpenoline, c caryophylline myrcene, and osamine, which is really kind of a, an interesting flavor combination. I know uh, I'm a big fan of terpenoline. It's a major terpene in some of my favorite cultivars and maybe kind of lended to why this one smelled so kind of familiar to me. But some really solid terpenes that are with this one. Uh, of course, no, no terpene percentage or information on that. But what's also interesting about this social cultivar is, is that it does have some CBG in it. Uh, CBG is a cannabinoid that you don't necessarily find in uh, a significant amount of cannabis that's out on the market. I'm not too up to date on what the benefits of those particular properties are, but I know it's getting a lot of looked at in the wellness community right now. So uh, kind of interesting that CBG is available here in this uh, Flourish social offering. I would kind of describe the scents or the aromas off this one as being kind of lemony, citrusy with some sour and floral notes to it. What it kind of reminded me of was Seven Acres Jack Hayes, uh, if you've had the chance to try that one out. The minor difference that I would say between those two is that the uh, Seven Acres Jack Hayes is a little spicier on the back end, and I found that this one wasn't as spicy. The lemony citrus was a lot more zippy than the spice that kind of balances out the Jack Hayes. So there's kind of a, a good comparison there. And I know Jack Hayes has terpenoline in it as well, so that that kind of lends that that linkage in my mind to it. It tastes exactly like it smells. So that's another benefit. We always like to, to know that the flavors coming off of this is going to be similar or identical to the Roma. This one was identical. I don't know that it was one that necessarily hang around uh, for a big time. So maybe two to three pulls in the vape and then you're going to start to see it fade out a bit. But that's nothing uh, out of the ordinary. Uh, as I mentioned, this one was a little bit older. So the buds themselves were a little bit dried out. It did come with a Boveda package. That was crispy on arrival. So when I threw it in glass, I gave it a fresh boveda and it perked things up a little bit nicely. But you could tell there was a bit of oxidization on the buds. So you could see that it was browning a little bit. And I mean, it wasn't brown weed or anything like that, but you could just kind of tell that it was starting to age. But uh, the aging and the dryness didn't have any impact on the, the notes and the aromas. So that was kind of positive to know that it was still kind of popping with the scents and the flavors at that point. In terms of the effects themselves, I, I would call this kind of like a more classic sativa kind of vibe. Uh, I know we try to get away from that indica sativa terminology nowadays, but it's uh, I think a lot of people will resonate with that kind of explanation in that it's it's kind of a vibrating kind of high, definitely in the get shit done strain category where you can uh, have a bit of energy, positivity. It's got some euphoria in it. But it's not too strong, like coming in in the mid-range of THC, it's not going to sit you down and be too intense. Uh, I know things with that tend to be sativa dominant or have a lot of terpenoline. Some people are concerned about anxiety with it, and it didn't push any of my anxiety buttons at all. Uh, I was really kind of happy and positive and, and just moving about my house and getting a few things done. I did notice that it made me a bit chatty, so uh, I can see where the social name comes from. You might be wanting to spark up a conversation with someone or maybe yourself if you've got nobody else around. So um, I could definitely see where the name comes from for this one. And in terms of that, I might recommend this as, as something uh, fun to do if you're being social. Uh, if you have the ability to hang out with someone and be socially distanced, maybe you all can enjoy some personal joints of flourish mango when you're out on the golf course or maybe on a socially distanced hike. Uh, I think on your own, I might pair this with making sure that I had 
something to keep me busy, uh, cleaning up around the house, maybe doing some yard work or just maybe just going on a solo adventure outside, right? Lots of kind of neat things that you could do with this one, but it's definitely one in the more active category. You, you can be productive with this one and it's not going to be too strong to sit you down. So all in all, uh, I think really positively of this Flourish social offering, aka Mango, I think if you're looking to pick it up, the deals on Canmart right now, it runs for just under 17 bucks for an eighth. Uh, I picked up a quarter of this in my last order and I've just been sampling it all week thoroughly enjoying it Uh, it's a great wake and bake strain have it with a little bit of coffee and it'll put some pep in your step no doubt but it's one that i think you should consider i think it's readily available in different areas i think if you're probably reaching to the 30 to 35 dollar range i I might be kind of about going that high Uh, but if you can pick it up in anywhere between you know 15 to to 30 dollars you're probably doing okay so that's a recommendation to buy. Get yourself something like this if you're looking for that uh, fun, get you done sativa vibe with a bit of zippy citrusy, citrusy lemon tastes in your mouth when you're going with it. So I think that covers everything for today on the Adult Cannabis Enthusiast Podcast for episode 65, Joel's One Hitter on Flourish Social. If you're looking to reach out to me on social media, I'm at a cannabis pod on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm currently lining up interviews. So if you want to reach out to me about getting on the show, feel free to get in touch. Spots are filling up fast. If you want to check out the show on an alternative listing source, you can find it basically wherever podcasts are. I am hosted on Podbean. So the main site is at acannabispod.podbean.com. Thanks again for checking me out. We'll see you next week. 